0: I think we're getting into a place where we're relying too much on computers to do our business. One of the things that, you know, people complain about all the time is we've got this virtual existence, this virtual, you know, life. And that's the life we'd like to have that we show everybody on Facebook. But um, that's not really the life we're living. And a lot of people can relate to that and, and critique it. And that's as far as it goes. You know, like we find social media especially Facebook, to be something that, yeah, you know, might be a bit of a chore, might take up too much time, you know, we might be irritated by it, but it's not anything da- seriously dangerous in our lives, right? Uh, but this might actually be uh, something that I think should take, we take, should take a serious look into. Facebook, this is from the Daily Mail, they say, is helping to build terror networks by suggesting friends with similar likes to each other. And this is a study that was done by an an American nonprofit organization called Counter Extremism Project. And basically, they revealed the extent to which the algorithm has helped ISIS. And they are going to publish the full results later on in the week. Uh, But what they do say is that its desire to connect as many people as possible has inadvertently created a system which helps uh, connect extremists with terrorists. The online profiles that we see, you know, sometimes you'll see, like, find similar friends or, you know, um, a social media site will suggest friends that are like you. But They found that radical Islamists were often introduced to each other online by the algorithm. So Facebook is actually connecting these people. Just to figure out exactly how worried we should be about this, I thought we'd uh, reach out to Mubin Sheikh, who is an ex CSIS member and RCMP undercover operative, and he's also a counterterrorism expert. I love having Mubin on the show. Uh, every time we do, Mubin, I learn something new from you. So thank you so much. for. I know you're a busy man. Thank you so much for sharing some time with us today. Yes, most welcome, Kelly. Thanks for having me. So, Mubin, um, do you think this is worrying, the fact that an algorithm is connecting people on Facebook, people that actually, you know, are building terror networks?
1: Yeah, what, what happens is the technology in and of itself just creates automatically, you know, this opportunity for these connections to be made. Uh, it's no different from other criminal enterprises, uh, other terrorist groups, extremist groups, rising far right everybody is using you know social media to meet and to network and again that's that's it is just a consequence of technology really we we really cannot uh, avoid those kind of people connecting on those platforms and um, we just can't avoid it
0: can we should we be encouraging it should facebook actually be held responsible for encouraging those people to connect
1: you know, in Germany, uh, they're actually looking at sanctioning um, uh, Internet companies that allow on their servers to have these pages and these networks and so on. They're shifting the the, the responsibility to the private companies, which is where the responsibility lies. You know, Facebook was, wasn't was just doing this now. Facebook was, you know, because of the technology again. Even Twitter, same thing. Like, I was there online that time when ISIS was rising this is 2012. 13, 14, and 15, and 14 is when they declared their so-called caliphate, there was this huge uh, upsurge in activity. And uh, Twitter was frequently uh, blamed for uh, permitting these networks to persist. Now, now, it works two ways, if I can just give it quickly. One is that, look, if you, if you uh, shut them down, then you have no intelligence on them. You don't know who's doing what and where these connections are leading, hmm. um, right? So it's, a, it's you, you kind of have to deal with both sides of it. WhatsApp is another popular social where, you know, encrypted messaging, where people can talk and connect and terrorists are using it, human traffickers use it. So again, I think it's just a consequence of the technology.
0: You know, I'm just reading this article here in the Daily Mail and the uh, person that was involved in the research said that uh, people that had been connected to extremists said, you know, in some cases they'd only been curious and they'd quickly been radicalized after, you know, befriending an extremist. One example given described how a non-Muslim in New York was quickly radicalized in only six months after accepting a friend request from an ISIS supporter. Does that seem quick to you? I mean, you are a specialist in radicalization.
1: Oh, yeah, this was happening all the time. Uh, this was happening all the time. In those years, especially I listed, four, uh, 13, 14, 15 in particular, there were lots of these examples. I mean, you can, uh, you know, very quick uh, Google search, ISIS and the Lonely Young American. Uh, and it talks about this white girl from Seattle, Washington, you know, vulnerable kid. She was online all the time. And, you know, she was about to get pulled over and and, and going over to join the group. And then, so, you know, luckily for her, People intervened, the FBI intervened, and it was stopped. But these sorts of things are happening all the time. One thing that we see more is the, 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 uh, the shortness of that radicalization period, or that violent radicalization period, meaning going from sitting at home to, you know, buying a ticket and going over to join ISIS. So,
0: Yeah, well, that's what I meant by do you find this, like, very quick, because six months seems like nothing. I mean, you've got to, to become radicalized in six months, but you're saying, now that's possible.
1: It is. I mean, like everyone's situation is different. Different factors are going to affect them in different ways and move them to action in different ways. But uh, it, it is. It's you're seeing younger people and a shorter period. That is definitely uh, a common trait.
0: Facebook is saying, you know, that they're, they are very taking this very seriously, that there is no place for terrorists on Facebook. They work aggressively to ensure that they don't have terrorists or terror groups using the site. And they also remove any content that, that praises or supports terrorism. But despite that, they found that, you know, people that post ISIS propaganda, Facebook will reinstate accounts after their owners complained with the account of one British terrorist suspect being reactivated not once, not twice, but nine times, Mubin.
1: Oh yeah, that nine is nothing. I mean, it's uh, on Twitter again. When when this was really active, they had they had dozens and dozens of accounts that you know uh, they would they would boast how they could you know have an account suspended and then you know a new account created right away and just to you know click back on again. You know, I watched this amazing documentary at uh, Toronto Film Festival, uh, The Cleaners. About Facebook employees who work in the Philippines—that's where their largest office is. Where, you know, there was, you know, rules on what is appropriate, what is not appropriate, and then it was accept, ignore, accept, ignore, and these were like pictures that were coming up that they're supposed to screen, right? And it was a great documentary about how, you know, one and you know these 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 answers are left in the hands of people who are working just whatever, determining, you know, based on the company's policies, this is an acceptable picture, this is an acceptable page. Um uh, but with the volume of, of of pictures and pages that are going up online at every moment, it's impossible for from Facebook to hire the uh, enough people to monitor everything.
0: Well, should that excuse them from responsibility?
1: absolutely not i uh, I'm that uh, that's a good point. Uh, so what do we do? and what we should be doing is we should be forcing these companies to put more money into this stuff, to be more vigilant and to be held responsible if somebody's plotting and planning something. You know, a time back, there was uh, in France, uh, a policeman was hijacked, uh, taken hostage, killed Facebook Live over Facebook Live. Uh, and so, you know, that, that showed you that, I mean, it's very real people, you know, killing themselves on Facebook Live. So these sorts of things, they need to invest in stopping.
0: Yeah, I, I just think, I mean, wouldn't it be simple just to take away the suggested friends feature if that's the feature that, you know, is helping terrorists build networks? I mean, if you've got a feature on your website that is allowing an algorithm to say, oh, here's a similar like and a similar like, and you're connecting people that could potentially uh, potentially become this dangerous network, why not just get rid of that feature?
1: you know, they'll, they'll do it in other ways, right? I mean, you let's say even private messaging, right? Whether it's open to the public or not, you could still, you know, enter into a person's network that way. Um, you know, and this actually is very important because it relates a lot to, I was, I was just in Germany um, briefing some people there about social media safety for military families, right? because of how even for them, like they're, they're targeted specifically for network infiltration. So, uh, you know, network infiltration methods are beyond just, you know, common friends or common likes there are there even within just that technological platform people being able to go in and just break into accounts right so let me see if i'm
0: getting this this right are you saying that so people that work in security uh they're targeting military families like would they start by getting you know finding out who your kids are and becoming friends with them
1: absolutely that's exactly how they do it that's one way they do it right or wives of serving military members um you know, there was there's a whole thing recently where Russia was actually behind the so-called ISIS cyber caliphate, threatening to release you know information on the wives of military uh, members and so on. And these are you know professionals who are doing this in a systematic, targeted way. You have just malevolence and mischief makers who are online who can do that you know in half the time.
0: That is a scary reality that these people are living with. So, what do they have to do? Do they just have to get off social
1: media? Oh, look, I think, you know, for most people, social media is life, you know, and they're addicted to it. And there's a very, you know, big problem, mental health issues that are even arising from it. I closed my Facebook account personally, like before the Cambridge Analytica problem. But um, just you got to be careful, right? I mean, if you're the type that you want to put yourself out there, well, then understand that there's going to be people that, you know, not good who are going to be turning to to that attention. You can be a lot more vigilant, right? I mean, people you know, you might even want to ask others that, hey, this guy claims they're a friend of yours. Is that true? Do you know them, right? And be honest about people that you've dealt with on, on social media. You know, If somebody asks you about them, you know, just look, I if you know them in person, you can say that. If you don't, I mean, be clear about that.